You're listening to MESS, a motivational and educational series for success, where Rhonda and Jules find articles online pertaining to dental assisting or the industry. This way, you get to learn while you listen. Alright rock stars, if I haven't gotten your attention previously about Zen Supplies, let's try a different accent. How it works. Zen Supplies, their web-based platform manages inventory and ordering of your dental supplies. They combine the advantage of having everything in one place and having a single point of reference for inventory control, ordering and budgeting. How it works. 1. Create an account and link your suppliers. 2. Review your custom inventory list. 3. Process orders with confidence. 4. Track and verify orders as the shipments arrive. 5. Control 4% of supplies budget with personalized attention. Are you ready for Zen Supplies? Visit www.zensupplies.com to find out more. Hey, Rockstars. So last week on Monday Mess, we talked about neurohacking. So this week, I wanted to follow that up with the neuroscience of behavior change. I think this is instrumental in understanding how to evolve and how to grow as a dental assistant and also how to educate your patients. This week's mess comes from Health Transformer, the neuroscience of behavior change, written by Fit4D, August 8th, 2017. Helping patients change behaviors by understanding the brain. As patients with diabetes participate in a new activity, they are training their brains to create a new neural pathway. When the activity is repeated, the pathway gets stronger until the behavior is the new normal. I find it fascinating that our brains can change. I was raised with the belief that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. However, I have always questioned this, and not too long ago, neuroscientists discovered that creating new behaviors can be done by rewiring the brain. Diabetes is a chronic disease that requires lifestyle behavior changes. As clinicians, it is very useful to provide information and education about diabetes to our patients. But in order to elicit positive behavior change, it's important to understand the science behind it. I've been able to personally achieve my health goals and professionally empower my patients to reach their health goals by understanding the neuroscience of behavior change. What does behavior change look like in the brain? Neural pathways comprised of neurons connected by dendrites are created in the brain based on our habits and behaviors. The number of dendrites increases with the frequency of behavior that is performed. I picture these neuropathways as deep grooves on roads in our brain. Our brain cells communicate with each other via a process called neuronal firing. Psychologist Dean Ware, PhD, explains that when brain cells communicate frequently, the connection between them strengthens and the messages that travel the same pathway in the brain over and over begin to transmit faster and faster. With enough repetition, these behaviors become automatic. Reading, driving, and riding a bike are examples of complicated behaviors that we do automatically because neural pathways have been formed. Just because patients have formed neural pathways does not mean that they are stuck with those habits forever. 
As patients participate in new activities, they are training their brains to create new neuropathways. The pathways get stronger with repetition until the behavior is the new normal. The importance of repetition. Now, in terms of repetition, it is estimated that it takes 10,000 repetitions to master skill and develop the associated neuropathway. As clinicians, we can encourage and support repetition with our patients that are working to achieve their health goals. It's estimated that it takes three to six months for a new behavior to become a habit, though this estimate varies by person. As clinicians, we can encourage patients that with time, their repetition will pay off when their behavior becomes natural. As coaches, we can continue to provide strategies for overcoming barriers, help to create backup plans, and provide support while our patients take on new goals towards their health. Every brain is different. Now, it's important to understand that every brain is different. Each person has their own unique experiences that have shaped their brain and continue to shape it throughout their lives. Therefore, it's really important to listen to the patient individually to understand their unique experiences and values in order to help them develop a clear plan for achieving their health goals. Developing new neuropathways. Connecting new behavior to as many areas in the brain as possible helps to develop new neuropathways. By tapping into all five senses, we can create stickiness that will help form neuropathways. We all have experiences that have changed us. We, we can recall the sensations, the images, smells, how we felt. When working with patients, consider having patients connect their success or health goals to as many senses as possible. Visualization can be a very powerful sense that can help patients build new neuropathways towards behavior change. For example, Ask patients to visualize what their optimal health looks like, feels like, and what they would be doing if their diabetes was managed. Another example is to ask patients to recall a positive experience with diabetes. Have them elaborate on as many emotions and senses as possible. Ask what they learned about themselves and how they can apply those learnings to achieve their desired health goals. Modifying the brain to stay positive. Now, in Dr. Rick Hansen's Hardwiring Happiness, the neuropsychologist explains that our brains are wired towards the negative. Now, for example, if we have 10 experiences during the day, five neutral everyday experiences, four positive experiences, and one negative experience, we are probably going to think about that one negative experience before going to bed that night. Knowing this tendency, we can change our brains to focus on good experiences. Hardwiring happiness gives practical advice for maintaining the positive. One strategy is to focus on the good for 10 to 20 seconds, really absorbing and storing the experience in our long-term memory. Personally, after reading this book and practicing his four suggested steps, I am convinced that I have developed strong neuropathways from taking in the good and that my life has changed for the better. I practice mindfulness of good experiences and spend about 20 to 30 seconds really absorbing the good, not just in my mind, but in my body by focusing on sensations and emotions. For example, when I see a rainbow or the wildflowers on the side of the highway, I used to simply notice, then say, wow, how beautiful, and move on. Now, I stop. I spend 20 to 30 seconds taking in the beauty and absorbing it so that the experience lands in my long-term memory. 
According to Barbara Fredrickson of the University of North Carolina, people are much more likely to make changes when new behaviors are associated with positive emotions. We like positive reinforcement, which enables us to be creative and open to trying new things. Helping patients develop smart goals with small action steps can encourage positive emotions that lead to success. Taking in the good with our patients can be by celebrating with them when they are successful with their SMART goals helps reinforce positive emotions. Any change can be unsettling, even a desired one. It is essential to understand the patient's vision of success in order to get SMART goals. Throughout the process of behavior change and neural rewiring, it helps to encourage hard work and celebrate success so that patients can obtain sustainable progress towards their health goals. Thanks for tuning in to Monday Mess. All links to the articles read will be found in the show notes.